These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes podcast. I'm John Hewlett, along with... Favaz! The Keishi Tapes, driven by legendsofrock.io. Visit legendsofrock.io to enter giveaways of rare collectibles. Hey! Hi! Welcome back, Johnny. Yeah, I've been on a little vacation. First of all, congratulations. Oh. You're a grandpa now. I know, yes. I have a little grandson. You and Ruth's grandmother and grandpa. That's awesome. Is he going to call you grandpa? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I can't imagine what else he's going to call me. Well, I mean, you know, uh, what what are they going to call Ruth? What's What's he going to call Ruth? Grandma or grandma. grandmother or she's she kiddingly says Grandma Roo Roo, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into those nicknames for Grandpa and Grandpa. I, I just call my Grandpa Grandpa. Yeah, you know I didn't yeah. call him anything else. So yeah, I, that's what. That's, uh, yeah, so I'm just Grandpa. Uh, we kid it on the air. GDU man, you know, uh, either Granddad U man or what I've often heard often in my life. God damn it, U man. <laughs> but <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll see what he calls me. I don't know, but he's. Yeah, his first and the first boy in our family, direct line of right. our family. That's awesome. In sixty six years, I was Whoa. the last boy. Well, yeah. you were it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's get to our podcast here today that uh, features an interview that you did with Rick Springfield. Yes, I did this uh, the day before we left for Europe um, mm. for a vacation uh, in July of twenty twenty three. The interview starts off on a uh, 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 tragic fl- note. Well, no, 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 I wouldn't call it tragic, <laughs> but he didn't play along like I thought he would. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, you know, but well, but, it, but turned out to be a really good interview, and yeah. we talk about Sammy, and because you know, yeah. he, I've done everything for you, but he's also a business partner with Sammy. Did oh, you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yes, was, he's yeah, a business that, partner. That'll be interesting to hear. Yeah, so uh, it all turned out well, but it didn't start off. Now that, that record that has Jesse Girl, Jesse's Girl on it. What is it called? Uh, all oh, I don't uh, remember now. Yeah, something tonight. Uh, I think it just celebrated its fortieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was a big seller. Yeah, Matter we, fact, we talk Mark, about it there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark Close and I, I think we did is it an honorable mention album from the year nineteen seventy eight or seventy nine, whenever it came mm. out. Anyway, when that album came out, I remember we we kind of it, it's very poppy, very pop pop rock. And we we didn't play it very much, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jesse's girl all of a sudden became a big top forty hit. And I've done thought, everything well, for you. Look at is, it again. Isn't I've done everything for you on that. I think is it, it is. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. But there was another single that came off of there too. That was a, a up tempo, you know, pop rock song. And you know, we, now we'll take a second look at the album. Jesse girl's kind of taken off, and then we started playing a little more of it. But he was he was, I would say. Not a respected rock and roller in, he those, wasn't, yeah. in those days. No. It took a while, and even up until recently, there's still people who think Rick Springfield. You know. I, I ask him if he'd rather be a rock star or a TV star. Oh, okay, yeah. Toward, well, then, toward yeah, in and, the end, and he was he was an actor in the soap operas. Yes, yeah, yes, and uh, he's going to be in town uh, at the end of August, I think it is. I'd and like we to talk see about that, that show. Too. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's get to the interview then. Here All right, we well, let's, let's do it. Sure and this it right. has never seen the light of day. No. This is a Casey Tapes exclusive. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Good morning. You 
Are you ready for your dose of Rick Springfield? I am ready. Your daily dose of Rick Springfield. Got a hard out at uh, 39. Okay, thank so you. That's the guy, the guy who's putting all these interviews together that Rick's doing on a given day, telling Favaz he's got to be out at whatever it was. Uh, yes, 10, 39 10, or 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, at the 39 know. mark on yeah. the clock. Here we go. Hey, Rick Springfield, how are you? I'm good. Hey, I'm so, good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. So we do a daily dose of Led Zeppelin. Now I'm getting a daily dose of Rick Springfield, according to that manager type right there. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. Hey, now th- that's what I was saying, that it oh, got oh, off to well, that's not bad. Well, I, I know, but I you know, I figured he'd yeah. be more jovial about it. But. He sounds half asleep already before he even Well said. I don't know, but by the time that I interviewed him, I was one of the last three. Oh yeah. So he, was, he, he had already done it. Yeah, his. he's t- getting tired of talking about yeah. it himself. Uh congratulations on the record working class dog and it's just so That's what it that was. Working class dog. Working class dog. That's right. Right it's 40th anniversary. It's got Jesse's girl. I've done everything for you. Um did you think that you'd be out celebrating this thing 40 years from now or, or you know or back then 40 years from now? No. I thought I'd be really excited about the new album. <laughs> but it's uh it's, it's, you know, I mean, I'm very fortunate to have uh, an album that, uh, and, uh, and songs that are stuck around. So I, I do celebrate that. We, we have a, a tour starting August 4th, uh, the I Want My 80s Tour, and we're doing a lot of those songs. Um, we're going out with the Hooters and uh, uh, Paul Young from England and mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Two-Tone and occasionally the, the Tubes and John Waiter joining us. Yeah. Wow, man, that's going to yeah. be a good show. That's a really good show. And Paul Young, he sings Every Time You Go Away, yeah, written yeah. by Daryl Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every Time You Go Away, uh, Paul Young. Yeah, Paul Young. He That was his song. Yeah. That was right. his song. Yeah, he did a, I think he did another. He might. He may have another song. Or, I love the package yeah. when I uh, Another song off this album that, w- that I was trying to yeah. remember earlier. And I was getting confused with the title of the album. It's a song called "Love Is All Right Tonight." Love is all right tonight. That, that's why we I don't talk about that. No, okay. no, that, that no he big, hates that song. He that, told me off off camera. <laughs> off. That's a big <laughs> song. I think if you heard it, you'd recognize it. When I first started uh, going out to see bands, uh, it was you know you'd go and see four or five acts. It was amazing. Yeah, and it's it's great. It's great to tour with with people that you like to. So it's going to be at St. Louis Music Park on August the 29th. And uh, out of all of those, John Waite is our buddy. Um, he is no stranger to Casey here in St. Louis. And he is one of the uh, the voices of the 80s, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, a good friend and, and, uh, and one of my probably top ten rock voices of all time, I would say. Wow, hmm. that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah John, John Waite. He's so good. He was good, and he was so nice to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was really nice to us, and he was really, really good. I mean, we, we sat in the front row at the Wildy and watched him. Yeah, yeah. You know, courtesy signed, of Al Canal. And he signed all my baby's albums. That's remember? right, he did. I think he was kind of getting tired at the end, like, how many of these do you uh, even have, dude? Yeah. Um, hey, let's talk about, uh, you know, the the rock or the soap opera. Being a rock band or being in a soap opera, which which did you prefer at the time? I mean, did you did you wish back when you were in the soap opera that you were still in a rock band and all that? Well, I was still in a rock band. I was uh, touring in between being on the on the show, but there's no comparison. I mean, I, I've been a musician since I was 13, so it was uh, 
it was kind of a sidestep to get into the the soap opera world. But I, I was fortunate in that I actually had stumbled onto the show when it became just before it became kind of the big show of the of the summer. Um, so it was, you know, it wasn't anything planned. I, I actually <coughs> took the gig, the soap opera gig, because they weren't they were delaying release of Working Class Dog. Oh, and I uh, needed money, so um, I took the soap opera gig, and it just happened to to blow up at the same time as uh, people started to pick up on a song called Jesse's Girl. So it was mm-hmm. it was serendipitous, and uh, but you know, there's no comparison. Yeah. Fifty cent yeah. word, serendipitous. Yes, yes, absolutely. We have yeah. to point it out. Um, don't ask us to spell it. Yes, don't ask. Uh, so uh, I, you know, I didn't ask him. Where you would get more chicks in the rock world or the TV world? <laughs> yeah, because he's a damn good looking dude. Yeah, he and he's yeah. still a good looking guy. Yeah, he reminds me of uh, John Stamos, just in appearance. <laughs> yeah, you know, in a way, similar. Yeah, yeah, in Some a way, similar kind of. And uh, he needed money. Uh, he doesn't need money now. Uh, you want to guess what he's worth? <sighs> well, because he he didn't he's not have Sammy Hagar worth. No, no, no. I mean, he didn't have that. I mean, this was a huge hit. Off this album was a huge hit, and that song Jesse Girl was a huge hit. I'm going to say probably around five to eight million. Ten million. Ten million. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Well, Very thank good. you. Yes, Very yes, good. yes. Mm-hmm. What I'd rather do. <laughs> Although I've done some cool acting things. Uh, uh, you know, I did the movie with Mel Streep and was on uh, Californication and, and uh, uh, True Detective and, you know, uh, shows like that. So it was, it's been more fun as I've gotten older, for sure, acting. Do you, do you miss uh, being uh, on a uh, soap opera, uh, you know, after all these years? You don't? Short, short answer, no. Long answer, no. <laughs> um, it, it's a, it's a, a tough gig, and uh, it's, a, you know, a lot of lines. There's no action. There's no talking heads. And it's a very difficult. It's probably the, the most difficult acting gig there is hmm. uh, because it's shot very fast, and they take first. The first take, as long as no one screws up, it's, it was very stressful. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if you watch Friends, you know uh, that uh, Joey was in a, in a soap opera. He was uh, Dr. Ramore. Yes, yes, yes. And one of the funny lines I remember, he's talking about, you know, soap opera, like 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 Rick said, you know, they shoot fast, and you got to remember your lines as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. and they're doing it on a fly a lot of times. And if you forget your lines, there's a thing called uh, the uh, smell the fart pause. Where you- <laughs> Where you kind of go, and honey, I think <laughs> you kind of, kind of pause and look up, just like you're thinking, like you're smelling a fart, but actually you're trying to think of your next. That line. is awesome! <laughs> wow. So I wonder if Rick ever had. And to, you uh, remember that from Friends? Yeah, yeah. only you. <laughs> the, when you work on a movie, you have uh, you know a couple of months to get it right and to work on the scenes, and same same right. with a lot of the TV shows now. They shoot them over. A couple of weeks, but with a soap opera, they have one. They have actually eight hours to shoot the the, the thing, so it's it's a lot of stress. So we're talking to Rick Springfield. He's going to be in town August 29th at the St. Louis Music Park. He's part of the package deal, if you will. I want my 80s. Um, did you know, Rick, that St. Louis and Casey is Sammy Hagar's number one market? Yeah, I actually did hear that. Some I don't know how I heard it, but yeah, I did. I'm uh, sure he told you, probably. I mean, 
What's that? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he's not shy, Sammy. So uh, I'm sure he did tell me that. So um, <laughs> you're you're in business uh, with him, along with uh, Guy Fieri from uh, the Food Network, and um, what what's it? I mean. You know, the, the connection started with I've Done Everything For You, the song that Sammy wrote that you did. Um, you know, I mean, what, what's it like to be a business partner of Sammy Hagar? Oh, he's uh, he's, a, he's crazy. He's uh, always got ideas. He's got so much. He's got more energy than me. <laughs> and uh, he's also uh, a great guy. He really is. He, he's a entrepreneur par excellence. And I wanted to get into the alcohol business and he called me up about the um the beast bar rum thing and it seemed like a great mix you know because we already know each other we've done a couple of shows already together and um right and the the, the, the rum is it's great rum i mean it's uh something that, that i tried and tried and loved and and he's uh very he's not just someone who slaps his name on something he does all the research and does all the formulas himself, and he's very, you know, a very connected thing. So, um, now, now I've had I was, the rum. Yeah, I've had the rum, mm-hmm. and it's really good with a, with a, a slice of orange in it. Yeah, just straight. Courtesy of Sammy. I mean, man, it's it's really, really good. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I'm not a rum drinker. The song every every um, I've done everything every, for you. I've done everything for you. Sammy recorded that first. Yes. Yeah, and then Rick recorded it. Mm-hmm. For Sammy, it was it was not a hit. But and for Rick, it was a moderate hit. Yes, and we. Uh, I don't know if we talk about it here, but yeah. we did. Very excited Maybe. to get involved in it with him. So uh, he just posted a video last week, I guess it was, of a guitar that you sent him, and he played a little bit of "I've Done Everything for You." Um, that was that was a pretty cool thing that happened, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. He he. Uh, well, when I played with him in the circle, I play a. a, a Kind of a Frankenstein version of a Fender Jazzmaster, and he always remarks on the sound. Yeah. So I had one made for him, and um, and I sent it to him, and he was it was very cool, very funny about it. Yeah. You yeah. can tell that's that's the video of him playing it. That's so him. That's so his essence. You know, he he gets fun. He finds fun in everything, and and he's a great guy to hang out with because of that. All right, we're talking to uh, Rick Springfield. Once again, he'll be in town August 29th at the St. Louis Music Park. Um, how, I want my 80s. I mean, you were talking about the rock and roll bill, but this one has all of the top stars of the 80s, and um, I don't think you can go wrong with, with seeing this, can you? It's a uh, wall-to-wall hits for sure. Plus, I have a new album uh, coming out also on the 4th. Okay. I don't even know what the new album is called. <laughs> Nobody cares. This is why he was calling, right? Um, that and, and uh, Working Class Dog and, you know, and oh, the, the tour. 40th anniversary of yeah. Working Class Dog. Yeah, and uh, I have no idea what the album is called. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah, he said it's coming out on the 4th, and we cut him off. Oh. <laughs> called Automatic. So right. we have a couple of things to celebrate. And uh, our shows are celebrations. I, 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 uh, I love to play live and, and celebrate... Uh, the songs and uh it's really the new church for me well that's good uh rick springfield thanks for taking time to talk to us uh good luck with uh, the tour and the record and your business partnership with sammy and all that and uh we'll see you at the end of august at st louis music park yes you will thank you thanks man all right see you there you go. Yeah. And if you are into Rick Springfield and you are interested in his new music, it, it it's good to know that it's out there. So, yeah. Yeah, all one of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, traditional artists really don't sell much new music anymore. But, they don't. Uh, they don't. So, but uh, yeah. I've done everything for you is a great song that Sammy yeah. does, and that Rick Springfield does. And either way, you can't go wrong. Yeah, you know, with that song. Yeah, he's a nice guy, and I'm glad I got a chance to uh, look into uh, Rick Springfield's life there. And he has some good questions, and we all learned some stuff here today. I think. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, the Casey tapes driven by legendsofrock.io. Visit legendsofrock.io to enter giveaways of rare collectibles. All right, I'm John Eulett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man. Instagram, I'm Johnny Eulett, and also uh, half ass retired DJ. <laughs> uh, Casey Guy, just follow me. AMF. Bye. The Casey Tapes with You Man and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.